Church, I don't want to take too long today because we did advertise that it's going to be a quick service. But what I thought would be appropriate today would be to talk about, uh, well, seeing that we're having baptisms after the service, we've got six people getting baptized. And who knows, maybe after this service, we might have 10. I don't know. Because I want to share a little bit about, and what I've called this quick sermon is the believer's baptism. The believer's baptism. And so let me just pray and then we'll, we'll get right into it. Dear Lord, I thank you that you are at work and you have been at work from the beginning of this service. And I believe you'll continue to be at work right now as I speak. And then after church in the you know, baptismal ceremony, it's going to be wonderful. And I thank you that, Holy Spirit, you're going to be speaking to hearts. I believe that wholeheartedly. And, and we give you glory and honor for that in Jesus' name. Amen. So here's a little bit of uh, knowledge for you. The word baptism comes from the Greek word baptizo. Okay, I'm not Greek. Okay, if I haven't pronounced that properly, I apologize. But that's the best effort from myself, which means to wash or plunge in water. Okay, so for example, when a blacksmith is working on an item, he will plunge it into the water to cool it down right under that water. You've probably seen maybe somewhere, you know, when, when, when you know, you're hearing that searing going on, when, when the, the item goes into the water, it's plunged right into the water. This is known as baptizing. As Christians, we believe that, bapt- well, sorry, as Christians, we baptize people as a public declaration of their faith in Jesus Christ. We fully immerse people, right, people in water to baptize them. So just like that blacksmith with the item, this is the same kind of, uh, I guess, what we do. You'll see, for those who come, we fully immerse somebody under the water. And as I go, I'll explain kind of what the meaning of it is. Now let's look at Scripture and learn a little more about baptism because there's a lot to, to learn from the Scripture Acts 2 records the first sermon preached in the early church, okay? And Peter, one of the disciples, got up and spoke to the crowd and told them all about Jesus and how they had crucified him. He revealed, you have just crucified the Son of God. The crowd was cut to the heart and asked Peter and the other disciples, what should we do? What are we to do? Because we are feeling convicted by what you're sharing, what are we to do? And so from Acts 2.38, we learn what we need to do, okay? Then Peter said to them, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This verse teaches us the prerequisite of baptism. Peter says, first, you must repent. Now, of course, in this text, he was speaking directly to people that had been a part of Jesus coming to that place of crucifixion. So it meant a lot of what he was saying really cut him to the bone. But in saying that, of course, the message to repent is on us as well, because we have all broken God's commands, and we have all fallen short of God's glory. 
Every single one of us has sinned in some way or other. Um, and so we all come to that place where we need to, number one, Peter tells us we need to repent. And after repenting, Peter instructed them to be baptized. And of course, as he instructed them, he, the word instructs us. As they repented, they were baptized. As we repent, we are also instructed to be baptized. Okay, so after repenting, Peter instructed them to be baptized. We also learn from Acts 2.38 that baptism is for everyone. Everyone who repents, not a select few. So contrary to what some may think that, you know, we are to kind of get to this place in our walk with the Lord, right? That's not the case at all. We are all to, number one, repent of our sins, and then number two, be baptized. This is why we refer to water baptism as the believer's baptism. Now, let me share. I'm sure you're familiar with uh, religious ceremonies, for example, like a christening or something like that, where, you know, the child, the little baby child comes to, to the church and the priest, for example, will christen the child. And at that point of time, of course, the child is not fully aware of, or does any, was anyone christened here? Let me ask. Does anybody remember being christened? <laughs> Probably not, because it's at a point of your life when, you know, your parents have made that decision for you and you're an infant. Right, So the difference, of, of course, of, of something like that to what we are doing in Christ is it's the believer's baptize, baptism. Sorry, They believed first and were then baptized to declare publicly that they had become followers of Jesus Christ. And I think that word publicly is quite important. It actually reminded me of a scripture that I, I love to you know, read often, and it says in Matthew 10, 32, Therefore, whoever confesses me before men publicly, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. And so I love that verse because it kind of reminds me of uh, a ceremony of, of baptism in many cases is done with other people, with, you know, people being invited or whatever, and you are publicly declaring that Jesus Christ is Lord. You're confessing that He is Lord of your life. And the beautiful promise is that as we confess Him, He will confess us to His Father. Isn't that wonderful? So Acts 2.41, let me, let me ask us another kind of question that perhaps we have maybe considered in the past. How soon after becoming a Christian were they baptized? Or how soon after we become a Christian should we be baptized? So let's look to Scripture because that gives us an indication of timing, which is also very, very important. Acts 2.41 says this, Then those who gladly received His word were baptized. And that day, about 3,000 souls were added to them. We don't reach a level of righteousness, as I said before, 
to qualify us for baptism. No, 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 no. As a matter of fact, we are on a journey of sanctification, right? And we'll remain on that journey until we see Jesus. Who can say amen to that? We are always, you know, the Holy Spirit is always revealing in us the imperfections and bringing us closer to Jesus, helping us to become more and more like Jesus. But there's no such thing as reaching a certain qualification, right? It was, the scripture clearly says, right, when whoever received his word were baptized. And when? That day, about 3,000 souls were added to them. Now, I will say something. You could imagine what a baptismal ceremony would have looked like when 3,000 people gave their hearts to the Lord. I'm guessing it would have been like next, 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 next. Or maybe they all lined up in, a, in some water, you know, waist high or something like that. Okay, one, two, three, you ready? On three, we're going to go down and be baptized. But you could imagine that, you know, having 3,000 people after they have just received the word being baptized would have been maybe something different to what we do in the church of today. I know that we organize things. We, you know, we say, guys, who would like to be baptized? And we, of course, organize on the 4th of December. You know, but I do know of stories where you know, there has been people call, calling a pastor, or there's a story that I know, a guy called his pastor in the middle of the night at like 3 a.m. or something and said, hey, I want to be baptized. And so this individual was an athlete and he had a house that could cater for a baptism or whatever. But apparently this pastor came to his house in the middle of the night and baptized him um, in his bath. And it's just beautiful because, of course, we make it official and we organize things to, to do it. But my, my, my point is, if you want to be baptized and you haven't even told me today that I haven't been, I haven't, Dave, I want to get baptized, but through this word, the Holy Spirit puts it on your heart, I need to get baptized. Then by all means, after service, we've got a pool. We've got people coming. Come and get baptized. Yeah? And of course, no pressure, but the invitation is for you. Now, there is no greater example, of course, than Jesus, right? Jesus himself was baptized in water. Jesus set the example for us to follow. Jesus chose an outward act by which we show the world that we have become a Christian. He showed us and personally, church, you know, not that I'm anywhere near it yet, but my goal in life is to be more and more like Jesus. And if, if Jesus found it as a priority, something that was of importance to be baptized, then I want to follow his example. I, I love Jesus and I want to be more and more like him. And what better way to start with baptism? Jesus was baptized. But let me kind of draw towards the close by talking about the meaning of baptism. Okay, the meaning of baptism. So when we come to faith in Jesus as our Lord and Savior, this is what the Bible says happened to us on the inside. Okay, in 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. 
Behold, all things have become new. You have become a new creation. In Galatians 2.20, it says this, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So the transformation, the entering into this new man, obviously happens by faith. But the old has gone and the new has come. We are new creations. Now, baptism. Baptism is an outward sign of what happened to us inwardly when we believed. Okay? It is symbolic of being born again. That's what it represents. The Bible teaches us that in baptism we have been buried with Jesus and raised with Him which is a powerful, powerful, you know, thing you can do, powerful ceremony or whatever you want to call it, that you can do, a decision you can make. We die and then we rise again. It's a symbolic way of being able to demonstrate that outwardly. Now in Colossians 2.12 it says this, Buried with him in baptism in which you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. And Romans 6, 3, 4 says this, Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ, into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead, by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. And I love that story actually of this representation of new creation. I don't know if you remember the story of uh, Jesus speaking to Nicodemus and he had some questions. And when Jesus sp spoke about being born again, he would, he would question Jesus. What, what does it mean by being born again? What does that actually mean? Obviously, being born again doesn't mean we re-enter the womb, but it's a birth of the Spirit. And it happens as we you know, confess Christ to be Lord. It, 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 it takes our faith and the Holy Spirit's loving kindness to draw us to repentance. And with that, we have a new creation, one that just like an infant... Right, I, I look at my kids, and you know we, the, we, we little Michaela's an infant, right? And when you receive Christ, you don't necessarily know everything or understand everything yet. You might not even you don't know the lingo. You know you might not know what's right and what's wrong necessarily straight away. But as an infant, and having the Word of God, and having leaders by your side, and being able to be connected, you you work out your faith with fear and trembling, with the Holy Spirit convicting you and showing you. And slowly but surely, we go from that infant to the toddler, or I don't know, which one's first? Infant's first, thank you. Infant, toddler, and we grow in our faith, yeah? New creation, being born into a new man. So going under the water, church, it symbolizes that your sins are forgiven and that your old way of living is dead and buried. 
Amen. Hallelujah. And coming up out of the water, it symbolizes the new life we have in Jesus. Amen and amen. And it's always, church, a miracle that we are saved. It will always be a point of gratitude in our heart and our lives to think that if it wasn't for Him leading us to repentance, we wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be sitting down here receiving the Word. It's a miracle. So I'll finish with this slide and then we'll conclude the service. But baptism is a symbol of what happened when we repented of our sins and believed Jesus died so we could be forgiven and was resurrected, guaranteeing our resurrection. Hallelujah. 1 John 1.9, well, before I say, read that last verse, it says this. I'll, I'll just share one more thought. Baptism in itself, it doesn't wash away our sin, okay? So hopefully what, we've, what I've shared, we're able to know that the act of baptism in itself is not what washes our sins away. It's a symbolic representation of what has happened inwardly. But the Bible says in 1 John 1.9, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And you know what? I always, does that scripture, that verse right there, does it not make you pause, right? How many times has that made me pause and think, thank you, Father. Thank you that when I confess my sins, you are faithful and just to forgive, to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And what I love about this verse is it doesn't give me a number you are faithful and just to forgive 20 times. You are faithful and just to forgive 30 times. No, there's no number to it because only the Father knew how faulty we are and how we get it wrong. But thank you, Jesus, that we can come and He is always faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Can I invite the worship team to come back up?